Welcome to the Reconnecting Roots podcast, where we look at the past, present, and future of American progress and culture, discovering our values along the way. Today, we have a special episode for you all. In July of 2019, we hosted a live event at Music Ranch Montana with support from Country Road TV. It was a fun night of music and great conversations. One of the discussions we had was with Rory Feek, whom you may recall from episode five of this podcast, where he spoke about the creation of his one-room schoolhouse. At the event, we played a clip where host Gabe McCauley got to tour the then-in-construction school Rory was developing. Now that it's finished and just completed its first year of education, we thought it would be the perfect time for Gabe to talk to Rory about the things he's learned from this decidedly old-school experience. Be sure to let us know what you think of today's episode by giving us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even on the reviews page of wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy. On our television series, Reconnecting Roots, we love to find stories that change the way you think about a lot of the ordinary, everyday things we experience here in America. For instance, the smooth roads we drive our cars on weren't paved for our automobiles. Paved roadways resulted from a powerful group of lobbyists in the late 1800s, known as bicyclists who went to state governments and the U.S. Congress demanding smooth roadways. So the next time you see one of those guys pedaling away on the edge of the highway and you see one of those share the road signs, you might wonder who is sharing with whom. And so we're learning a lot while we find and share stories about America that maybe, just maybe, they didn't cover in history class. The things that we're learning while we research these stories has been truly educational for us. And it makes us wonder, how did I not know this? Maybe our education system just can't cover everything the way we'd like. Or maybe, just maybe, it's because I fell asleep in history class. <laughs> but our next guest is a very concerned parent who did not homeschool his kids, but took it to the next level and built a school in his own backyard. Everyone, please welcome to the stage musician, author, filmmaker, and most importantly, my friend, Rory Feek. Hello, Gabriel. We get to do this at home every once in a while, but it's more fun in Montana, I think. Yeah, it is more fun. We do this on our porch from time to time, but we don't hold microphones. We just talk. Usually not, yeah. So what are you, what's keeping you busy these days? Well, uh, my little girl, she's five, and um, right now we're, we're spending a month in Montana, so we're having an incredible time out here. Besides that, just uh, her first year of school just finished, which was preschool, and then I finished a film that we had been working on for a long time, so quite a few different things. Yeah, I introduced you as a man of many hats, and I, can we add school principal to that? I don't think so. Um, I may have been a big part in making sure the school happened, and it may be in my yard, but I pretty much consider myself just a father like all the other kids' as parents. Well, in the clip we saw, you know, you had just finished building the school, or it was still in process, but now it's been open for a year and in yes. progress. So how did things go? It, it was uh, really incredible. Um, I noticed in there we didn't have any furniture in the schoolhouse yet. 
we just had the one building that, that I think we were probably still finishing, and now they have a greenhouse and uh, gardens and a garden shed and pavilion and playgrounds and all kinds of stuff. And so it's, it's beautiful, but even more than that, it's, it's the beginning of, of a really beautiful story, I think. What has it taught you? Any hard lessons? Yeah, there's been some hard lessons. Uh, the first one is, is it's not as easy as you think. Uh, and I guess it's just uh, my nature is, is to sort of move forward towards something that seems like a wonderful idea and then figure out the details later. <laughs> so in the first year, a lot of those details showed up. But uh, I think the main things that I've learned is just that uh, I have two older daughters. I, I, I think it's funny. I have a 32-year-old, a 30-year-old, and a 5-year-old. I, I tell people from time to time, I had my own grandbaby. <laughs> I feel like it sometimes. Uh, but the biggest thing is, is that it, it helped me to rethink the possibilities of education. With my older girls, I never really even considered anything other than um, what was right in front of us, what was provided, well, the, school, the school that wherever we were living, which was a lot of different places, you just get on the school bus that pulls up in front of the house, and that's, that's the only option I really thought about most of the time, and I've really come to realize there are a lot of options, and, and ours is just one of them. So they went to public schools, uh, predominantly. Mm -hmm. uh, Most of the time, yeah. Until what was the, the big factor years. that made you decide, I, I want to do things different? And you went, grow, grew up in public schools as well. I did. And I think I turned out, like you, I, I turned out kind of normal. It didn't seem like a big deal. Well, number one, I think the world has be determined. changed so much. You know, there's... It's just a, a crazy world out there, it feels like. I'm, I mean, maybe everybody said that 10 years ago or 20 or 30 years ago, but it feels like it's changed a lot. And um, also, my views on school have changed a lot. Um, as I've gotten older, I realized that uh, the things that were important to me back then or that I thought were supposed to be important, which was just really concentrated on a great education so the kids could have a good life and be competitive, that's really not on the forefront of my thinking now. I, I really care more about what kind of child we're raising and what kind of children the school, uh, wh wh how they're molding the children's characters. So that's a whole new thing, and we get to be a little bit of a part of that. So, Yeah, because you added another R. Yes. Yeah, there was, there's only supposed to be three or four. And he... I'm, not, I'm not even sure there were three. You know, forever it's reading, writing, which is actually a W, and arithmetic, which is an A. And then we added another R, which is all things rural. So four R's at our place. And what does the rural look like? Well, it looks like a school. Um, my wife, I think you mentioned this in your opening, she would have homeschooled our little girl if she was here. And so the best, the next best option is to build a school at home. And so that's the first thing that it looks like is a schoolhouse on a farm property. But it also, there, there's animals. We have, we have chickens. The kids have chickens. And they get to spend time with the horses. We have cows. There's going to be a lot more things coming um, along the way too. But they also have a big garden. And they have uh, people coming from the community. Uh, besides having their regular teachers, we get the opportunity. We kind of look at it sometimes as it's like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, except in real life. 
where people come by almost on a daily basis and it'll be a farmer and that farmer really has something to teach. It's not somebody dressed up as a farmer. It's, it's a real life person or it's a, a park ranger or it's a chef who comes and teaches the kids how to cook or a flower gardener or whatever it happens to be. And so those are the kind of things it looks like on the rural side. It's really learning some of the things that I think, especially out here in Montana, I bought a book yesterday at the bookstore that was all about one room schoolhouses in the state of Montana. And I've been looking through it. And so there's probably a number of people either here tonight or that are watching online who grew up and went to school in them. And, and there's quite a few things different that they got to experience than, than probably what kids are experiencing today. So it sounds like you were looking back to the past to try and find some values or things that you wanted to incorporate again. Um, what about modern things, technology? Are you incorporating that as well? Or it's a blend of both worlds? I think so. You know, it's just, as I mentioned, it was a preschool this first year. And, and now in September, Indiana starts kindergarten. And so it'll be K through fourth. So it'll be multi-age. So f one thing from the past that doesn't happen in most schools, but will happen in ours, is that there can be a number of, of children of all different ages learning, more like actual families do. And so uh, that's one of the things from the past that we get to do, and prayers, and a Pledge of Allegiance, and all sorts of things like that. But in the future, some of the things we're incorporating is we do have a large screen TV that sort of comes out of, out of a cabinet. And so we could have a teacher in Utah who is able to teach the children sign language. And she, maybe she's not here, but she could teach them and see them from Utah and they could learn something or someone in South Africa or in Pittsburgh. And so that's one way of bringing technology in selectively to the children, and also their learning opportunities skyrocket that way. And then uh, probably the next one that we're excited about doing this year is that uh, because like you, we are filmmakers and storytellers. So we have a team that are gonna start filming some of the lessons that the kids are learning, whether it's, it's a cooking lesson or growing or uh, some older person from our community or teaching the kids how to crochet we'll turn those into video lessons that we're capturing. So it's a wonderful thing to capture the kids at this time, but also to share online. It's, it's actually a lot for, we'll only have 15 kids in our school, but when you think that maybe we could be sharing that with hundreds of thousands of other children around the country and world who could watch it, it starts to have a much larger footprint than just those few little acres that it's on. Yeah, so that would be a huge way to impact a global community, really. But yes. what have you seen from a local community impact? I think maybe the main things that we've seen is just that uh, we could bring the community into the school. For some reason, schools have become a place where only professionals teach children. Children never really see much of anyone other than professional school teachers. And in our community, we sort of think that everyone is a teacher and everyone has value to give and share with the children. And so we want to bring people from the community. And I know the people in our community are really enjoying that. Well, probably most importantly, what does Indiana think of the school? I don't know. You have to ask her. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Indiana. Indiana. 
Indiana. You want to come up here and see Papa? Come on. We'll ask her. I know that she has loved it. Well, if you notice, she's dressed a little bit like her Papa today. That's because her Papa dressed her. Yeah, I was wondering who her stylist was. Hi there. Come on up here. Indy, I got a question for you. Can you say hi to Gabe? Hi, Gabe. Hi. Do you like school? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Who's your friends at school? Jalees. Jalees. Who else? What's some other kids? Jael. Jael. Some more kids. Name some more. Benjamin. Yes. More. And Kayla. Kayla. <laughs> What's your teacher's name? Miss Becca. Miss Becca. Very good. Awesome. What have you been learning? About animals? Animals. Animals. What else? You've been learning your letters? Letters. Yeah. Did you learn how to grow some things in the garden? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm proud of you. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Roy, for being here. Yes, sir. And Indiana. Thank you for letting us be part of your show. Yeah. It's a blessing. Everybody, Rory Feet. And Indiana. You can keep up with Rory on his blog and website, roryfeek.com. And check out any upcoming performances, too. Let's give it up once again for Rory.